friends and family of Cobalt Fitness, welcome to the Living Your Best Life podcast with Cobalt Fitness. I am Mike Cobalt, the host, and I'm joined today by my man, Kelvin, who's taking a nap. Today, uh, we get a lot of questions from clients about um, you know the ins and outs of the programming at the gym why they're doing certain exercises because what we do is um, not traditional of what you would typically see at a gym. I mean, we do, we do a lot of the things that you'll see at a typical gym, but we also do a lot of things that you won't. And there will be explanations um, for these exercises um, that we select for the client based on whatever their needs are. And they, and they can be kind of confusing. So what I thought would be helpful today is to take one element of your programming and discuss it um, because it's something that I don't see a lot of trainers, a lot of gyms utilizing in their programming, and they should be, uh, because it's so beneficial to the client. Um, and then, and what that is is tempo, and the concept of tempo. So if you if you go on your program and you look, there'll be different columns at the top, and one of them will be tempo, and then you'll see three numbers um, listed below that, or you might see DYN, which would mean dynamic, which we're just moving under control basically. You might see EX. PVE, which means explosive, where we're moving as fast as we quickly uh, possible, or as fast as we possibly can. Um, and so, with these tempos, um, let, let's break it down like this. Let's let's take a look at what the numbers mean first, and then we're going to actually see what the benefit is of each um, of, of of utilizing the tempos. So let's say that we have a split squat that we're executing, and we have a tempo of five zero one. Well, that first number, no matter whether or not the lowering phase is the first phase of the movement, um, so with a split squat it will be. If you're doing a row, for example, um, it won't be. The, the pulling motion will be the first motion, so you're actually overcoming the resistance. Um, so with a split squat being 501 and that first number meaning that's always lowering phase, we're going to take five seconds to lower ourselves down to the bottom position before we redirect ourselves back up to starting position. The middle number will be the hold, whether that is at the top or bottom of the movement, and that will usually be specified in your notes, which is the furthest column on the right of your program. The third number is going to be what's called the overcoming phase of the movement and that's where you're moving the resistance whether it's just your body weight a dumbbell a barbell medicine ball whatever it might be you're moving it at a rate which is specified on that third number so you might see x which would be explosive which means you move as fast as you possibly can you might see one which would be one second two two seconds so on and so forth and so what we can do with these tempos, um, there's, there's multiple, multiple benefits to, to utilizing this, this method. Um, I shouldn't even really call it a method because it's just basic, um, you know, it's basic training science. And so <clears throat> the, with the tempos being utilized, that's going to be an excellent way to build strength. And so we'll, we'll kind of go elaborate on that a little bit as well. So when we're building strength, you've got your central nervous system, um, which would be your brain's, brain and spinal column. And then within your central, central nervous system, you're going to have nerves that branch off from the spinal column and innervate muscle fibers. And these will be called motor neurons. Okay? And so these motor neurons, when we're 
using that split squat as an example, when we're lowering ourselves for five seconds, if we were to do that where we're just going down, up, down, up, down, up, we're not going to have to recruit as many motor units within each muscle fiber to execute that movement. So therefore, with not recruiting as much motor units to execute the movement, we're not going to be able to build as much strength. That was Kelvin hacking, sorry. <laughs> um, so then um, the second part of that with building strength is we're trying to coach. We, we get really detailed with the coaching. So one of the most common cues that we give is this concept of, of tucking your rib cage, tuck your pelvis. And I'll, I'll just stand up and reiterate that real quick. So if I'm up and I'm doing my split squat and I decide that this is going to be my position, I'm highly exaggerating this arch, but you can see how much I'm arching through my low back as I hold this position and then go through that motion of the split squat and execute it in that manner versus if I tuck my ribs, so I'm back to this position, I bring my ribs down and I tuck my pelvis and then get into my front leg and lower myself. That's gonna be two different effects that we have with that particular movement. So we're trying to manage position, one, get position down, and then what you're gonna feel when you change position is you're gonna feel different pressure. So you're basically, you're, you're trying to get position and manage the internal pressures within your body and within your muscles um, as you control that through that specific movement. And so if we just let people just go down, up, down, up, or up, down, up, down, there's a time and place for that for sure. And we do have clients do that, but especially initially when they first start up, we have to learn how to be able to manage position, control internal pressures, and, and do so under time. So that shows that you own the movement and that you have control. And therefore, going back to the whole idea of, of motor unit recruitment, um, and then managing position, managing internal pressure, that's going to be a huge benefit for your strength and hence why we utilize temples for building strength. Um, the second part of that is going to be um, body composition. Now, specifically more so for building lean muscle tissue. And, and when I say body composition, just so we're all on the same page, I'm talking about like decreasing um, your fat mass and at bare minimum maintaining your lean muscle tissue. Okay, Or in some instances increasing and losing fat, which... Um, some people are fortunate enough to be, to be able to do naturally. And, um, but so, so with, with utilizing the temples and putting more stress, um, on the muscles themselves, um, this can help, uh, promote muscle growth. And, and so that's another reason why we'll do it for body composition. And then from a fat loss perspective, um, you know, we'll have certain hormones, um, such as AMP, uh, activated protein kinase that'll be activated um, and will help with mobilizing fat and uptaking um, glucose and storing as glycogen, which makes your muscles more full, uh, have a more toned appearance. And, and you can also, from a performance standpoint, it comes in handy when it's time to perform. Um, and then the, the final thing is looking at progress and, and just progression in general. So it's a lot easier um, you know, from a progress standpoint, often what we'll see is like with going back to that example of talking about how most of the time we'll see in most gyms, most coaches, it's just down, up, down, up, or up, down, up, down with no regard for tempo um, or position. What'll happen is as the weight goes up, 
the position will get more and more poor. And then eventually what happens is they're not going to be able to like uh, demonstrate or, or uh, create force uh, in the same way that they were when the weights were lighter because they couldn't manage the position in the first place and they were okay in that, that initial stage. And then as the loads got heavier, techniques started getting a little bit more sloppy and they ran by, by the time that, you know, they're doing, you know, a heavy set of three of whatever exercise it might be. Let's say it's a back squat. Um, you know, they're no longer, um, going up in weight. They're not feeling as strong. Um, and perhaps they're even running into some aches and pains and maybe some injuries along the way, which hopefully they're not, but that does happen when we focus on managing position and controlling that position and the pressures like that allows us to make progress for a longer period of time. Um, and also not having such a, a like a, a strong emphasis on pushing people to the max when it comes to loading them up. Um, because this isn't, we're not, we're not weightlifters. This is for our health. This is for our fitness. Now that's not to say that we don't want to get strong because we definitely want to get strong. It, it gives us so many benefits in our lives from just performing basic daily tasks to, you know, more advanced things that, you know, if you're playing recreational sports or, or whatever it might be, um, it can come in incredibly handy. Even, even I've, we've had surgeon surgeons say that their endurance and, um, their ability, um, to w- operate and prove as their strength, um, you know, goes up. So you, you can see all these benefits with strength, but I mean, there's different ways to build strength and, and, and the, the weight, the load on the bar is not necessarily the best measure of what's actually happening. We need to look at seeing how that individual looks as they move that load, as they move the bar. And if it's not in a manner that, um, you know, is good for the long-term health, um, and we do that repetitively over time, then it's not going to be a win um, for the client. And the uh, final thing was oh, progression. So especially now, it's been really interesting because there's a lot of workouts that you can do online. And I've seen it within some of the, you know, the circles that I'm in. Some coaches talk about like, well, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't make these workouts hard. And it's, well, yeah, we can um, we can just manipulate tempo and take some stuff that would normally like a split squat, going back to that example, making it really, really difficult for people and giving them benefit at the same time. So, you know, if you have a pretty sufficient levels of strength, um, you know, let's say, let's say that you can, you know, squat double back squat, double your body weight. Um, you know, you can, you can at least, uh, do two, you know, two times your weight in uh, a deadlift, like you're probably going to have like doing a split squat with just going down and up. It's probably not going to be much difficulty for you. And even if we had you do it 10 times, it may not be super strenuous and it may not produce much of a training effect. But if we understand tempo and understand that how we can manipulate it or influence it rather and um, apply it to what we're doing that can completely change the game for the client and how difficult they find it to be and actually how beneficial it is for them. So for example, if I've got that split squat again and rather than going down up or even three seconds on the way down and right back up, I can go three seconds on the way down and then take three seconds to come back up. And I can repeat that with no pausing over time and I can make that exercise that normally isn't really that challenging 
and I've just made it a whole new exercise just by you know influencing and changing the tempo. So the progressions that can be uh, made, especially in a time like this when I would say most people don't have um, enough equipment at home, you can easily change the game just by manipulating your tempo with your body weight with exercises that you could normally feel uh, pretty confident in and, and would be relatively easy to you. Um, so those are the big reasons why we use tempo. Um, you know, I'd, I'd be happy to go into more detail with other aspects of the training and stuff that you guys do. And if you had more interest in learning more about it, I know it doesn't always at the gym, it's not always the most ideal time. Um, when we're working with you and perhaps two to three other clients at the same time, and we're running you through a program to start talking about the deeper stuff and why it's there. Um, so if you want to hear more about that, let me know. Otherwise, uh, appreciate your time. This is a little bit longer than normal, um, normal podcast, but hopefully you guys got a lot out of it. Say goodbye to Calvin. He's same exact position as when he started and, uh, you guys have an awesome day. See you soon.